Hey everybody, it's Zach Mitchell, SEO Perspectives, here this week for another great episode. What I want to say about this episode is special uh, with regard to just knowing it's the executive director for this is pretty much all of us, SBLs, New York State, uh, this is Asma, New York. I had the very fortunate opportunity of doing this podcast episode live via Zoom, and it was great. It was uh, to, to our members. Uh, it was during our Ed Summit and Expo last week. And uh, I really want to put this episode out. It's with, again, the executive director, Brian Chignicki, and it's also with some of the staff of New York. So I hope you like this episode. And here you go. All right, welcome back everyone for a very fun session um, with us for um, for this session. We have Mr. Jack Mitchell, um, obviously on the ASBO Board of Directors and also the Assistant Superintendent for Business at Valley Stream um, School District. Jack, it's great to see you as always. We're very excited about the session. Um, and this is gonna be uh, basically a recording of his podcast. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, you probably have the SBO Perspective Podcast. So we're really excited to be doing this. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pass it right over to you, Jack. Thank you, Rebecca, for the intro. And uh, everyone who's on, I'm really excited uh, because, you know, I'm gonna just kind of just tell you about the podcast real briefly. I don't wanna get into detail. Um, but so the podcast for me really was like something years ago in the Professional Development Committee um, and Manica attested this and others can, that, you know, we wanted ASBA to do, there were some things in the past to give, you know, a spin on things um, and also to give a little contextualization, right? For a lot of the topics that we, that we, um, that we encounter as school business officials. So um, for me at the time, and I remember Brian probably remembers this too, um, in December, I'm thinking, all right, you know, New Year's resolution, what do you want to do? But you're in the middle of a pandemic, right? And I'm like, okay, well, let me do a podcast. <laughs> so it's it wasn't that simple, but you know I went out, got a microphone on on uh, Amazon, and I remember talking to Brian. He probably remembers this too. At the end of the year, we actually, um, you know, right before he got got on, we had a conversation about different things that um, you know you, you may want to do, and and you know the association before he got started. And I said, well, um, you know, I want to do podcasts. He said, great. Oh, well, I love podcasts. So. I want to say thanks, Brian, uh, because you having a conversation really kept me going. I looked up more on how to really put the podcast together um, and really get it going. So since January 3rd, my first podcast, had two dozen podcasts this year, being great, covering all topics. Didn't really know where I was going from the beginning uh, because I, I knew that, for one, it's a pandemic and I, it was cathartic at first, right? Uh, also, as a hobby and, you know, want to touch and reach out to everybody. But at the end of the day, um, There've been a lot of good good topics, uh, from like leadership uh, to to getting jobs to to just even you know managing within the business office and and also managing your own you know your personal life. So um, they're all recorded. That's the great thing about it. So if anybody does um, you know want to hear more about the podcast, um, it's called SBO Perspectives. Um, it's weekly. Um, this week it wasn't at the beginning of the week because this is a special week, um, and I'm really glad and thankful for ASBO have me on uh, to do it in person. So this is great. Feels different live, um, but I still am enjoying it. So having said that, um, the topic for this one is really talking about the future school business. Um, and it, I guess it comes at a pertinent time, right? Because we know um, with the pandemic, things have changed forever. Um, 
when people say things get back to normal, there is no back to normal. It's going to be a new normal. So um, for us, what does that new normal mean for us in school business? Um, the perfect person to speak to is that the director, Brian Technicki, who um, he's been on about six months now, um, making a lot of changes. And so um, I figured, like I said, it's best to kind of like speak to him, have this for everybody to listen to and get a real sense of, you know, the podcast um, episodes and what we can do. Um, and on the end, I'll talk a little bit more about the podcast, but I really want to get into this uh, topic. So, um, Brian, thanks for the promo, by the way, on Twitter. Um, I am, I, you know, just out of curiosity, I'm just, how do you feel about the first six months and like, you know, like how are you doing? You know, if you want to speak to that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, you know, thanks, Jack. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. I, uh, as we had, as you mentioned, I'm a, a podcast enthusiast myself. Um, in fact, I listen to too many podcasts. I'm a bit behind on mine, um, but I always make sure that I listen to yours when they drop and I don't wait. Um, so uh, I, I appreciate, uh, and I think you've had a really great cross-section of guests and it's helped me as a non-SBO um, to get to know our members and get to know um, sort of the day-to-day -day work that, that people are doing. So that's, that's been awesome. Really um, you know, my first six months, um, you know, it's, it's been a, a, a multitude of roller coasters, right? There's the, the roller coaster of moving into a new job. And for me, having worked in the state uh, for so long, moving into a different, um, a different organization with different processes, different rules, um, you know, just learning those ins and outs. Um, layered on top of that roller coaster, we've got sort of the budget roller coaster that we've all gone through, right? The whiplash of the governor proposing major cuts, the feds coming in with lots of money, all of the, the work that's been going into that, both on the advocacy side um, before the budget was done and, and now afterwards and trying to understand all the details. Um, and, and so, you know, just trying to, to, to get, my, get my feet on the ground for, for all of those things. Um, but I, I will say, and I've, I've mentioned this before in, in some settings, one of the things that, that I, I've learned very quickly in my time here at ASBO is that when I was with the state, as, as much as we had um, best intentions as the state policymakers in communicating with the field, and I think we did a fairly good job um, of it, I now realize just how lacking even our good job was in that, um, you know, I think we often felt, oh, we put this post up on the website, people will see it. Well, no, they don't see it. And so um, one of the insights that I've, I've had now in this job is just how much more work needs to be done in communicating wow. um, changes that the state makes, especially in, in light of all of the um, pandemic related, uh, you know, changes. We had the mass change this week, right? Um, so, so one of the things that I'm looking forward to is helping, um, helping you all uh, by being a, a better go between, uh, between the state and the field so that we can make sure that information is getting out there and also communicating to the state um, where they can find ways to, you know, to do a better job of, of getting that out. I think they do a decent job of getting feedback on some of the work mm -hmm. that they're doing, but I, I think having people understand exactly what's going on um, you know, that's one area where we could, um, we could definitely see some improvement. And, and then the last thing with, with the first six months, you know, the, just the, the COVID related, um, yes. you know, there, you know, I had my, my son's school was closed, you know, on and off in, in during the winter because of outbreaks mm -hmm. and, you know, trying to do all of our virtual meetings. I've had, had the opportunity to meet virtually with a number of our chapters and I'm looking forward to, um, you know, 
those groups having in-person meetings again. I, I did have a chance to, to go downstate and, and go out in central New York recently. And so uh, Very nice. I'm looking to get, get back out there. And so, but it's been great to get to know everyone, but um, I, I have noticed that the combination of first meeting people uh, via zoom and then seeing people in person with a mask on, I have no, you know, sort of no facial recognition. <laughs> oh, so I sure, work on right? <laughs> that's funny. Wow. That's good stuff. You know, it's interesting. You said that, I mean, because, this is a really unique situation, being a director, right? Other organization for two business officials and being the other side before. So you're in the outside now looking at and you know what it was like. So, you know, I'm glad that, um, you know, that's that's awareness for us, right? And, um, you know, we can all work together, if you will, and and make um, make that a better, better transition for all. So that's good stuff. Um, well, again, we really want to talk about the future of a school business and um, where we're headed. So I appreciate, you know, you mentioned how the first six months and it's a lot for six months. So you got six more months of a year to go. Um, but I guess, you know, coming in, working on, you know, all of your your goals, the model, you know, having discussions with myself and other board of directors um, and looking for the future. Um, where do you think the association is headed? Yeah, so we, we've got a, a lot of things that we've been thinking about, uh, both uh, sort of catch up on, on work that, that the organization has been doing, but also looking ahead to the future and what are some new and different things that we, we can be doing. And, you know, I think first and foremost um, is, is the professional development offerings that we have and looking for ways to expand those. Again, looking at, you know, falling back on my experience with the state, um, I was certainly very familiar with the work that ASBO did on the advocacy side, because, you know, you, you, your folks would come and meet with us and, and advocate for changes in regulation and law. But I hadn't fully appreciated all of the good PD work that's going on um, mm. in, in between those meetings. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, finding ways for us to expand those offerings. I think we've learned this year as we had to pivot from in-person events to virtual um, that doing virtual events actually allows us to do more and more frequent and more timely uh, on more timely topics. And so I think even as we shift back to having in-person events, I think you're going to see us still trying to do more virtual and hybrid events because that's going to allow us to expand the offerings that we provide to all of our members mm -hmm. in all strands um, and, and give you all better opportunities um, for, for general professional development, but obviously certainly um, earning credits as needed. Um, and really, you know, just really lean into that virtual change so that um, we make sure we're, we're not missing out. Um, on, the, on the advocacy and government relations side, uh, ASBO's back uh, as a member of the Educational Conference Board, um, which, is, which is certainly uh, good for our working relationships with some of our sister organizations like the Council really of good. Yeah. Um, and, and, the, uh, and the School Boards Association. Um, and also, uh, as I, I mentioned in the annual meeting earlier this week, um, we will be taking over the chair uh, position for the school finance committee within ECB. And so that's really going to help put that's us big. front and center yes. um, in, in those school finance discussions with, uh, with the other organizations and, and the proposals that we put out. Um, so I, I'm really excited about that work. Obviously, I, I did a lot of that uh, at SED with, with putting together the, the Board of Regents state aid proposal. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so that's, that's work that I'm, I'm very familiar with. Um, also in advocacy, we're looking forward to, you know, the, the session, uh, the current legislative session is ending, uh, but we're looking forward to next year already 
and trying to uh, develop a more robust uh, agenda for for advocacy, not just some of the key bills that that we care about year to year, but also uh, trying to put um, put our stamp front and center in some other areas. One one area that I've talked about with with uh, uh, folks is um, getting into the budget statement space, and you know over the years the regulations about what you all have to do for your annual budgets in terms of uh, postings and reporting. Um, you know, it's, it's really been 20 years of requirements just sort of added on top of each other. So I think we have a really great opportunity for, for you all as the budget experts to sit down with us. Let's figure out what, what an ideal uh, budget statement looks like that, that actually conveys useful information, but isn't sort of a, a compliance exercise for you that, that in many ways, uh, you know, is a, is a, I don't want to say time waste, but the time, uh, yeah, a time suck during the day. Or during the period. Right. And, <laughs> and so, um, but I think that's a, that's a space where next session we can come forward with, mm -hmm. you know, we're in, in the guise of we're not just asking for a requirement to be repealed. We want to make it better. And so here's the ways that we can make it better. Um, so, you know, I'm looking forward to, to working with uh, awesome. work, working with members on that. Well, I got to say, that's really good stuff. And, you know, we picked the right guy. <laughs> I mean, because I got to tell you, um, all the things you're saying uh, to make when you think about like even business officials like myself, I haven't been in it as much, as long as a Georgia girl, right? Or or even like um, Lisa, 15, 20 years. There's been so much change each year, right? Um, with the reporting and things that get done, um, looking to really work together, right? To streamline that and make it more efficient. Cause a lot of those things, as you know, are just um, repetitive. And uh, so it's, it's good to really hear that, wow. Good stuff. Um, I guess then, um, what do you think, you know, with this approach, and I, I really like us because, you know, I've always felt that ASBO New York, you know, we're the penultimate organization, right? We should be the front runner, the preeminent when it comes to school business, which we are. And it looks like we're, we're grappling hold of that stronghold right now, again, uh, moving forward. Now, what do you think the, the landscape might look like now for SBOs then as well moving forward? Yeah, I, so, you know, I, I think obviously the last year plus um, SBOs have been dealing with a, a great amount of uncertainty. Um, and, and I think, unfortunately, that's going to continue, at least for, uh, for the immediate future. Um, obviously, the, you know, going back again to sort of the COVID regulations and the constantly changing nature there, um, even as it, it seems the economy and, and is fully opening up and, and the, the government is lifting restrictions, you know, we still have this risk in the background that, Maybe in the fall, maybe in the winter, they have to reimpose certain um, restrictions, uh, or maybe some of them never get fully lifted. And so in the fall, maybe there's still some busing requirements that um, are going to require you to have additional buses or routes, um, you know, and so trying to plan for all those contingencies. Um, so I think, unfortunately, at least right now, that that landscape is, is more of the same. Um, but I, I think it's a much more optimistic uncertainty. Right. Obviously, the, the, the input of the federal money, the, the foundation aid uh, increase and the promise of the phase in, um, while while those things all mean extra work at the SBO level, it's it's good work in that we're, we're talking about how are districts going to spend money and having to report that as opposed to having to find ways to cut program. Right. And, and I think mm -hmm. for many years now, folks have been very, uh, very used to the how do I how do I cut and save side? And so having you know having this shift now to thinking about what can we do to make these investments, I, I think is um, you know I think is important. 
and and so that's you know that's where I'm really excited uh, for okay. us as an organization to be um, in in being there to help you all through these uncertain times. Um, you know, I, tying back to to the conversation earlier this week with the the telling your story session. Um, you know, what can we be doing to help you promote the work that you do in your communities, right? There's, there's a lot of, a lot of decision-making and a lot of good hard work that's going on. What can we do to, to help your, your parents and your taxpayers understand uh, the commitment that you all have made? And, Mm -hmm. and so I think, you know, looking, looking for ways for us as, as an association to, you know, to provide those tools to you um, to, to get those. And, and, and not just to the, um, I should say that's not just to your local folks, but also to other organizations, right? Again, I, I go back to we're working much more closely now with the school superintendents and the school uh, school boards association, and and again, just sort of putting in front and center the work that SBOs do um, in the local community, in the statewide networks, and and making sure that um, you know not not just getting ourselves in those conversations, but but demonstrating importance of the work that you all do yes and i I think that's very helpful for us too especially in in, uh in i say nowadays although you know i think uh president phillips uh alluded to the other day um in one of the uh, sessions that you know voter turnouts at the lowest it's it's also the economy because you need to have more transparency now too um because if it's if it's shrunk, you have less of a chance, right, of getting the masses to come potentially and, and voting. You know, when you when your budgets go up or your referendums for your bonds and things like that. So, you know, that's that's really helpful. Um, great. How's just off the, how how's Ed Summit going? I, I think the virtual aspect um, is different. You know, I really want to be in person. Of course, you know me. I love, I love to go out with all my uh, comrades around the state. Um, how's that been going so far? So I, I think uh, sort of on all levels, um, this has been a, a great summit for us. I, I know um, the, the virtual is a challenge, both from a staff side and standing this up, but also um, getting getting uh, participation. I, I know it's difficult when you know when you're in your office or at home. One spot. It's different, right? Yeah. It's it's different than. I gotta I gotta stand up for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, and and so um, you know we're thrilled with um, the the. Uh, session turnout for each session and the engagement that uh that is being offered uh by you all I, I, again you know it's it's a a lot of time to have a full week slate of, of conferences and and, it, and we've just been thrilled to see how many people are are involved and engaged in in each individual session and we especially appreciate the turnout uh for the virtual trade show and um uh, and the spotlight sessions for our sponsors um you know, I, I like that that was a good I have to cut yeah. you off. That was a really good spin that you did. Um, sending the message. I've gotten so many back, and they can touch folks that you don't get a chance to see them unless you're going around in the booth, right? And yeah. now I've gotten those messages back, and guys I've seen, you know, females I've seen last in, in the past, and that's great. But great. I'm sorry again. I'm yeah, no, and, but but to that to that end, we've actually been talking this week internally about how how do we you know how do we capture the success of the virtual setting when we're back in person? Because I I agree. I think that the, the conversations that you're able to have with the vendors, um, the, the interest in, in attending sessions through the, through the point system. You know, I think those are things that we yeah. want to try to, to maintain. Cause I think it's, imp- it's important for, for our sponsors, for supporting the work that we do, but also important for, for you all to have those connections. So we're really excited about that and, and are going to be thinking about how we can shift this into uh, going back in person and, and again, leaning into some mm-hmm. of the success stories from, from being virtual. 
it looks really good. And you guys did a wonderful job. Kudos to you all. Um, I want to say, can I get 5,000 points uh, for doing a podcast so I can do the podcast? <laughs> I don't know how they got that many amount of points, but it, it's definitely fun. I love that element and uh, the creativity. Uh, it was really, really good. Um, but, but thanks. So, you know, I guess you could say this success here was overcoming the challenge, right? Um, because we didn't do it last year. We do a little bit better this year, actually a lot better this year. Um, you know, what do you maybe foresee as um, some of the biggest upcoming challenges ahead? So I, I think the, the number one challenge, and it's, it's one that, that everyone is aware of, and so we don't need to talk about, but obviously the influx of federal money and what are you going to do with it? How are you going to report oh, yeah. it? How, how is your, your community <laughs> going to? And, and so I, I don't want to be dismissive of that because that's probably the number one challenge um, along with yeah. sort of reopening plans. Um, mm -hmm. but, but I think, you know, honing in, uh, more specifically on some of the work that you do and, and also what, what we, uh, what we here at ASBO, uh, will be doing, you know, continuing to navigate through guidance changes, um, the, the issue of overcoming learning loss, what are, what are the best ways, um, yeah. to, to balance kids getting back in, um, you know, against some of your, your fiscal concerns, you know, I, I think in, if, in a in a world where there were no constraints, maybe we'd say, you know what, this summer, um, you know, we should uh, we should just extend school into the summer uh, now that it can be more in person, and, and that way kids don't lose out. But but there's a a, a real world work life balance issue there where you know I think everybody is tired, right? Every, the, the 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 restrictions on the pandemic, the way that we've had to do school and work differently, and so. You know, the need for many students to, to make up for that learning loss is sort of balanced against also a need for all of us to take a break. Um, and so the challenge of how do you how do you find that right mix of additional programming in the summer or maybe extended programming in the fall to, to help kids get help get kids back on track um, without um, without doing that. But but that, that also it relates to sort of the challenge that we all in office settings have with how our work has changed and so you know I, I think again going back to the telling your stories session um you know i, I think we feel and, and we hear from from you all in in the field that um as we've moved into this zoom setting where all of our meetings are are online um we've 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 recognized that okay we we can cut out travel time we can cut out other time and, and be more productive but i think that also means that we've also been doing more work um, and, and so getting, how do you, how do you sort of unspool some of that with, um, you know, recognizing, oh, we can get this meeting done via zoom very quickly mm -hmm. for, yep. instead of going back to, well, let's get together and we'll go over to the office and, and have that meeting. And so I, I think, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be some struggle in figuring out what's that right balance, because I don't think we want to necessarily just lose, um, lose the productivity that the virtual meetings allow us, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Without those restrictions in place, I think it's also important to see people and to be present, and especially for you all in your schools. And so, um, I, I think that's a bit that's sort of an underrated challenge that um, is coming. I don't know that we've all really focused on it just because there's other more pressing matters right now. But um, I, I think as we get later into the summer and, and back into the fall, um, you know, that's going to be something that that I think we're, we're all going to be struggling with. Um, yeah. And and, and so, so that's sort of, I, I think that's sort of universal SBO versus ASBO. Um, and then I'd say just, you know, more, more generally um, challenges from an association standpoint, you know, we've, we've got lots of things um, on our, on our docket 
Um, there's lots of things that, that um, we're doing that, that I think we can do better. There's lots of new things that we want to do. Um, and so how do, we, uh, how do we prioritize this and make sure that we're delivering um, what's necessary for the members, but making uh, the progress that we want to see towards all these other goals? Yeah, I, I always say this is sort of a blessing in disguise because we don't want to get rid of in person. But although it's such a, a different world with Zooms, you know, now and how to utilize and, and being able to take advantage of it, right? Like you said, encapsulating more, uh, more people involved and not having to worry about the travel time and, and integrating your day. Um, but definitely, you know, it's good to hear that you're thinking about these other things too, um, because uh, I think at the end of the day, it's still a balance. Uh, we're doing this now, but we can't do this forever. Right, um, and we will get back, uh, I'm sure. So, great, great. Um, so I guess now, what do you see as maybe any opportunities? You know, I know that um, we're, I guess we're almost about 3,000 members, right? Um, strong, and I, yep. that's great. I mean, to, to hear that this organization growing and blossoming like that is, is wonderful. Um, just, I guess, any other opportunities for growth ahead and and what that might mean for um, for Asma New York as well as as well as all of us. Yeah. So I I think it goes back to um, the conversations about what professional development programming are we offering, and are, are there mm -hmm. more ways for us to do that? Um, you know, uh, uh, one great example is the Georgetown University Certificate in Education. Oh, I program, love that. Yeah. Uh, that we announced this week. About that. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to 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 bring uh, Dr. Rosa and her team here to New York. Um, and, and I really hope uh, we, we get a great turnout among members. Um, as we said, then there will be a discount uh, on the tuition for ASBO New York members. Um, when, when that is finalized, we, we'll be able to let people know um, what it is, but, but I, I, I think it's gonna be a, 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 a pretty measurable benefit for members. And so I, I hope that- Oh, for sure. That I can't wait. I'm definitely doing that, yeah. Um, people will be able to come out. So, so those are the types of things that, that we're, mm -hmm. we're really excited about finding new and different ways to bring in programming and opportunities here, um, do more timely, uh, hot topic related things, uh, find maybe, you know, other, other types of certification programs similar to the Georgetown uh, mm -hmm. piece. But I think it, as important as the growth in those areas is, it's also important that we make sure that we're providing high quality and consistent uh, member benefits in all of our other areas. And, and there I know, I know we're not fully there. Agreed. There's definitely some things that we do that um, we, need to, we need to update. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're going to be working at those things. But we want to make sure that everything that we do, we do in a, in a qual uh, quality way. And if we're not, then we really need to, to take a step back and, and look at what we're doing and, and try to figure out how to make that better. Because, um, you know, I, I think you all have, have very busy schedules. And so we want to make sure that any opportunities that we're providing to you is worth um, worthwhile for your time because, um, you know, it's, it's, you, you don't have that much to give and, and we appreciate all the time that you do give us, uh, for these events. Absolutely. Great stuff. Um, you know, I'm just having to be looking as we're talking on the people online. I have to say, um, I have to give a, I guess I call it a shout out, right. To, um, to Bridget, um, Bridget, uh, for those who don't know, uh, I know Bridget quite some time witnessing cohort, um, she was one of my first. I never forget when I was doing, you know, the podcast. Um, I had a little synopsis episode describing what I wanted to do, and like I said, I wasn't quite sure where I was going to go. She was the first uh, episode of success. I mean, you know, she she's got so many listens, and um, I see you on. So thanks, Bridge, for for being on. 
Um, and you know what? You know what I like to always do is um, you can't ever forget about like the people behind the scenes, right? The people who make this work. Um, for me, doing the podcast again was like my my thing. I mean, I I um, it's a one stop shop. <laughs> I um, I'm, I'm looking to set a schedule. Who I think may want to do it, you know, with my circle of friends across the state. I got to reach out to them, see when they're available, you know, and then I got to think of some questions, send it to them, arrange it, set up, you know, through the app. And um, it's it's definitely something that, you know, when I had to brainstorm and think of the topics, um, doing it all myself was was maybe one one thing that, you know, I, I said maybe could I have a partner. But the best thing is I do have a partner now. And, um, you know, when I'd say this, this school year wraps up in the June, um, I want to mention that John Bricado, another board member of mine, um, we have another platform um, where we're going to be doing the podcast together um, and really um, expanding it. Um, you know, right now, um, actually, we, when I say we, I, I've been speaking to like pretty much everybody, um, even around the, um, the country. You know, I've gotten to Asma National. We're going to have probably another episode with a member from Asma National, which is great for us too, because then we're going to be expanding ourselves, right? Um, I find that, you know, New York leads in a lot of areas. Why not lead in school business too, right? Um, which you can get there as well. Um, oh, and I wanted to ask you, you know, I do want to ask you something, Brian, that, that wasn't um, on, but it was it's mostly related to this about the future. What do you see as far as our um, our, our potential with the big five, right? Because the big five always seems to be like, like here, right? And they're, they're like the big and we're over here. Um, but I always felt like, you know, we should be as one, right? We should be connected. Um, do you see anything there in the future? And, and I, have, I have something else I want to yeah, no, that, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, well, number one, I have to put a shout out to, to Suzanne Slack from Syracuse, who's been very involved uh, with the organization and, and uh, helps out in, in lots of sessions. But um, in, in for the big five cities in general, New York City, Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, and Yonkers, um, yes, we, I, I think one of the areas um, for, for growth that we have is, is having a, a better footprint in, um, in bringing the, the business officials um, and other staff in those cities into the organization and, and helping to make sure that our, our programming is also helpful to them. And so um, I, I have been working with, with Jennifer Pyle, the executive director for the conference of big five schools to, to help make those connections and, and work towards that. So um, I'm, I'm excited to, to um, try to do that and, and, and bring a focus on um, uh, bringing that sort of diversity in, because I think, I think we are, uh, you know, we are a much stronger organization when we have the entire state involved. And, Absolutely. Um, you I know, and I think, I think the cross-section of districts we have currently is very diverse, but, um, but to your point that the big five are very large and, and in, mm -hmm. in terms of the way school operations happen in those cities versus other districts is very different. And so I think we're, we're a much better, uh, much stronger organization. Collective. If we can have, yeah. have them uh, more involved mm -hmm. here as well. So we, uh, we will definitely mm -hmm. be looking, uh, looking to, oh, to partner better with all. Good, good stuff. So, you know, I I see the staff here. I know the staff so well. Everyone knows how I feel about ASBO from day one coming in, uh, 2012. Open arms, embrace me, um, give me so much support. That's why even now, I got to tell you, um, folks, send me a message to LinkedIn. I mean, a uh, business official in New Jersey um, the other day um, said, you know, I don't know, you know, they just, 
Thank you, meeting. They're very helpful to a lot of the topics and resources we're providing. Um, even this week, I had somebody um, who's trying to become a school business official. Always, I always think about that too, right? You know, how can we help others come in? You know, CPA be successful. Um, and I know she, um, you know, she wanted to know where to go. And what's funny is um, they asked the question they asked me was, you know, what type of um, administration, school business administration, can I help? You know, as far as um, helping to understand it better. And guess what? Guess what I told them. You probably won't even guess, but just well, I won't even let you guess it. <laughs> um, I said the reporter because they're all online. So she did join as when you could join as an intern. I said that's what I did when I joined. Right? It was great, um, very helpful. Um, I got to be everywhere around the state, and I talked. I have a podcast episode about networking, and I think that's um, paramount importance that you do that. Um, but really, the reporters. I mean, the topics that are covered there. And online, I literally go back to 2012. And this is an inside thing right here. I'll tell you inside. I used to read the reporters and just literally memorize them to the point where when I'm trying to get into the field and going to interviews and they're saying, okay, well, what do you know about um, you know, age performance contract? Send a reporter. Someone talked about it. I speak to it as if I know it, and it. I gotta say, it was very helpful to go through all the reporters. So, um, you know, I'm happy to say that as well. But the people behind the scenes, and I don't know, I don't know if you don't mind. Could we just maybe talk to some slices of staff on here, like Rebecca, Amanda, Jury? I mean, appreciation to them, and and to mention that the work they're doing. Maybe we could just talk about real quick because I know we got a little bit of time. Um, what? I mean, what do they do behind the scenes? Most folks may not even know exactly, right? Um, what are you doing and the support that you provide and things like that. And just, you know, give them some recognition because I know that like working hard and um, bringing really great success to the company. So I guess if you want to lead the way, if you want to ask yeah. anybody a question or two. No, I, I think I think that's great. And, and actually the, the, the reporter, I think is a really good segue. Um, you know, Jory does a lot of great work on, on getting that set up and coordinating. Um, that I, I will say, you know, going back to one of the first questions about, um, you know, my six months here, I, as, as, a, as a state bureaucrat, we would receive every organization's publication. So I'd have okay. a stack of the reporter and on board and everything you could imagine on my desk, and I'd never have time to get through any of them. And so I had sort of internalized, okay, this is just something that sit on people's desks. And in coming here to ASBO, I hadn't appreciated just how much um, the reporter means to everyone and how, how useful it is. And so that's one area where, um, you know, we've been looking to try to provide more content there. And, and, and that's where, you know, Jory's been doing a great job in, in revamping that and, and finding more, uh, more things. But yeah, I, I, I love this idea, Jack. And so, um, you know, I, I think maybe if uh, Jory, Rebecca, Amanda, if, if uh, you want to just speak yeah, a little bit to, to some, some of the work Let you do. Know. And, and I, I know, you know, all the work that's going into the conference this week, everybody's gotten to see you. Um, but, but, you know, some of Behind the challenges. Behind the scenes, right? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Who would like to start? Jory, I don't know if you do because we were just talking about reporter or I can start right away with talking about PD planning or Amanda, whoever wants to go. You go, Rebecca, you go, because we see you all the time. You're segueing from one workshop to the other. We're like, all right, guys, I'll put your breakout room. I'll see you in a few minutes. And here we go. Bring it awesome. on. 
Well, yes, as Jack said, you all see me all the time. I'm the, the person that lives inside Zoom for all of our PD. Um, I know as, uh, as Brian was talking about, we had a lot of pivoting to do when the pandemic hit. That was when we had to actually transfer our in-person conference to virtual for Ed Summit um, of 2020. Um, so as you know, that was a month-long thing. We decided that wasn't what we wanted to do for our future conferences. So if you saw SBMW, we planned a week-long conference for multiple strands, multiple um, sessions going on at once. And we kind of uh, did the same thing for this conference too. Um, it's a lot of planning things in Zoom, a lot of working with our amazing committees, our PD committee, our Ed Summit committee, and our SBMW strands. Um, as we speak, I'm actually working on an email to our SBMW coordinators. So look out for that if you are on the line here today. Um, so at, as I just said, we couldn't do it without all of our great um, committee members, our board, our, and our amazing staff. Um, we really are, um, as you were saying before, Jack, um, you can't do it without a partner. And I, I do have to say like working with Amanda and Jory specifically on our team yes. and Andrew and everyone, um, we all get along really well and it makes for planning. Um, planning great. So there's a lot of, you know, at any given time, we're all doing multiple things at once. I know I'm doing all the transitioning here, making sure the speakers are all set. Um, it's a lot of meetings, a lot of how to, a lot of like making sure people know how to use Zoom. Um, and while we're doing that, we also have multiple screens going and I'm like uploading videos here. I'm uploading presentations, talking to people on this screen and then doing this here. So um, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds for PD. Like Brian said, I am hoping for 2021 and beyond, we get to offer more PD for all strands. Um, that's one of my goals for the future, but I am really proud and really happy with what we've done in the past year. Plus we've gotten some great turnouts on all of our conferences and then all of our workshops like FMA, we had 425 attendees recently accounting 195. And I'm just happy um, that we were able to keep all of those events going. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. I could speak forever. Um, but as you said, people see me all day and they're listening to me all day. So you've been great. <laughs> you've been really great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I didn't even cut you off. I hate, I hate people interrupt. So keep going. I'm sorry about that. No, you're good. If you have any specific questions for me, let me know. But like I said, couldn't do it without our awesome team. Jory is obviously integral with the, you know, reporter and pathable and all of that tech stuff and Amanda with the awards banquet and all of our sponsor lunches and everything. Um, we really couldn't do it without our whole team. So um, that's, that's one of the, the best parts about working at ASBO is ours. Two thumbs up, as they used to say, right? Great. Well, Brian, well, Brian I mean, Joy, did you want to say anything, Joy, add? I mean, yeah, just working with the team is great. I mean, most of you don't see me a lot. I'm more behind the screen. Rebecca is in front of the screen. Um, a lot of the business members know me more familiar than uh, some of you attendees, but pretty much anything you're seeing on the front end of ASBO, you know, the reporter, the things we put out on the website, if it's looking good and it's, on, you know, you're understanding it, 10 to 1, I've, uh, I've put it together for you. So I'm looking forward to creating some newer things for you guys this year, um, expanding the things that we do and kind of growing the organization. Great. And of course, Amanda, so I know I want to, you, you extended my regards to the rest of the crew, you know, Tom, Andrew, Paloma, you know, you name it. Um, but Amanda, you, you want to add anything before um, can we get close to wrap it up here, give people some reprieve time, right? <laughs> sure. Jack, thank you so much. You know, it means a lot to all of us to be able to connect with you. And we appreciate our board of directors so much. 
you know, we certainly appreciate Brian. And as he said, he's been here for six months, but we feel like we've gotten to know him so well in such a short amount of time. I think Rebecca summed it up really well. And Jory, um, you know, it really is the team. Some of the stuff that I'm working on behind the scenes with Brian for July 1, we have our election as, as um, I think Brian congratulated you at the beginning on, mm -hmm. um, you know, being on our board for another cycle. Um, but those are the things that we have going on kind of with that July 1 um, turnaround, board elections, the award ceremony, committee renewals, chapters to find out what our, you know, chapter elections came out with so that we're updating our records um, in our system. Um, and so there's all those sort of July 1 turnaround things that are happening behind the scenes. And then Brian and I working on staff evaluations and, you know, lots of things. And we have an eight-person eight person yeah. staff. And then we're also going to be bringing on a new event coordinator, which is exciting. I am currently nice. the event coordinator and the a deputy executive director. Yep. So I am, I'm really excited to have a full-time job uh, kind of, you know, coming off my plate a little bit. Um, but, you know, we're always working several months out in advance as much as we can. And we are very much looking forward to uh, being able to work even farther out in advance with more people uh, coming on to help shortly. So um, lots of, like you said, you know, lots of hats, lots of things, lots of balls in the air. But um, the one thing that kind of was a takeaway as we did staff evaluations, I think every single person said, I'm just so happy to be part of this team. And uh, that yeah. that is, you know, I'll end with that because I can very much say I am very, very um, happy and blessed to be part of the team, which is our membership, our board and our staff. It's all, you know, one team. So. Thank you so much. I can tell the smiles, the smiles don't lie. So, you know, I got a smile, you got a smile, she got a smile, Brian has a smile. I love it. Uh, this is great. Well, Brian, you know, I do always ask this question uh, when I wrap up every podcast episode, I guess, uh, you know, what advice would you give to whether it be a seasoned SBL um, or a new SBL uh, out there? And I know, I know you're not an SBL, so it's a little bit different, but I do ask it. I've asked it to, um, you know, uh, directors of programs, um, coaches and things like that. What would you say to that um, as you get ready to close? So I, I, I think, um, and, and I try to live this as much as I can on a daily basis. And sometimes I'm successful and sometimes I'm not. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think uh, a combination of recognizing um, your individual strengths and, and pushing them as far as you can but also recognizing where your limitations are and, and don't try to fake it till you make it. Um, uh, mm -hmm. I know, you know, I have talked with, with many about having come from the state um, the, the not-for-profit world is very different. And so there's lots of things that I'm learning. Um, but mm -hmm. I find it's important for me to not just assume that I can figure it out on my own or that I know better um, and that it's important to, to lean on the people that do know. And so I think where, where that role is similar for SBOs is, you all are at the intersection of many different um, strands within your own school, right? You've got the, the superintendent, the board to deal with, you've got your staff to deal with, you've got community um, concerns to deal with. And so um, leaning into the things that you know you know um, and being willing to accept the things that you don't know and, and look for that help or guidance or advice or whatever it may be, mm. Um, I, mm. I think you know you, you become a much more well-rounded person. I, I, not to make this a long-winded answer, but I like telling this story. Um, I, I, I vividly remember my senior year in high school during our health class, mm -hmm. there was, um, we had to go through this exercise and um, the teacher had 
gave around this handout and said, this is your personal board of directors. Write down who are the people in your life uh, that have, have contributed to who you are today and who you're going to be as you graduate high school and move on. And mm -hmm. I remember being um, actually angry at the suggestion, right? I, I had this attitude that I am who I am because of me, not because of other people. And, and I, in, in some ways in that moment, I almost refused to fill out the form because I just had at the time had viewed, you know, these are just, you know, this is the work that I have done myself to get where I am. And so, you know, I am my own board of directors. And, and as I grew older, I realized just how wrong I was in that moment and how important mm -hmm. it is that, that we really are individually the sum of the people around us. And so recognizing that, being open to that and, and not just being open to that, but actually seeking out, bringing more people into your individuality. Um, you know, I, I think that's something that we can all do in any, uh, in any professional setting. Good stuff. I mean, that's very helpful advice, Brian. Um, I will just um, respond to messages. We have such great messages, um, and that's really good food for thought. So, um, you know, I really thank you. And this this really turned out to be better than I even thought it would be. I thought, you know, we'd talk about the future, but we got a good kumbaya moment into, <laughs> which I call it, um, which is great, and the staff. Uh, so um, as with everyone else, um, you know, this is Jack Mitchell. And, and you know, you, you, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, like, like a coin cue right now. This is your Perspectives. Sign up. Look forward to, um, I'm going to wrap up this month. I have a conversation with superintendent. It's actually my old superintendent, which is going to be really good. Um, a different, again, SEO perspectives, right? It's all about a perspective there um, and how crucial that relationship between the business official and superintendent is. Um, I'm also going to probably have, you know, maybe I'll talk to, uh, I know Kathy's online. She's one of our new board members. Um, I got to reach out to her and see if she's available. Um, and then maybe wrap out the month with the Asthma International, another um, segment there. So thank you again. It's been great. Staff, Ryan, and I'll see you, I'll actually see you tomorrow. So uh, you take, take care. Safe travels. All right. So as I told you from the beginning, this was a great, great episode. Um, and a little bit longer than we normally do, but it encapsulated everything uh, you need to know really about the organization, how ASBEL supports all of us SPLs. And this is a perspective I wanted to give you, even the inside from what the staff is going on. So I wanted to say, if you do still have any questions, you can always feel free to shoot me an email. I've been getting some, a few lately in SPL perspectives at gmail.com. And so looking forward to next week. Um, I think I had to reschedule a couple of times. I think I will be able to get the superintendent one-on-one, -on -one, my old superintendent for that one. If not, um, I will have a board member, a new board member, give you a hint. I won't tell you who it is, but new board member I'll have um, in the podcast episode. So great speaking. Extra perspectives. Jack Mitchell signed off. Thanks again. See you next week.